Let's check the news here on this Wednesday morning. Nathan Cohn's over in the news studio. Good morning, Nathan. Morning, John, and good morning, everyone. The Carroll City Council split three to three Monday night regarding a rezoning request for a property outside city limits, but under the city's planning and zoning regulations. The property in question is owned by Richard and Marcy Wernemont. It sits just under a mile northeast of town on Noble Avenue. Their son, Colin Wernemont, had planned to build a welding shop on the property that would be used primarily for the family's farming operation, but some small-scale manufacture of John Deere equipment parts would also occur in the structure if approved. The Wernemonts are requesting two parcels of land totaling about 45 acres be rezoned from an agricultural district with agricultural preservation overlay to an I-2 or general industrial district so that the shop could be built. Ward 4 Councilwoman Carolyn Seaman says she and the council want to support young entrepreneurs, but the community's existing comprehensive plan limits their options. We are between a rock and a hard spot here, and I've mentioned this to people who called me about this, but we have to deal with the current zoning situation. We are mandated to draw up a comprehensive plan, mm -hmm. and that plan, then we drop our zoning ordinance. Our zoning ordinance is the law. So for me, we're being asked because of what we have now in our current zoning ordinance based on our comprehensive plan, which is the policy that is implemented in our ordinances, our hands are tied. We would be breaking our own law. She adds that an I-2 designation would also allow for sanitary landfills, sewage lagoons, stockyards, junkyards, or other similar uses to be constructed in that area, even if that is not the Wernemont's intent. Rezoning approval would bring other legal hurdles to the city, as it would create an island of differently zoned land surrounded by agricultural land, which is considered spot zoning by state code and illegal. The city has received at least four similar requests over the last 18 months that were denied on nearly identical grounds. Interim city manager Jeff Kaler says this approval would remove the legal justification for those denials. We've turned down several requests in the last year or two because the intended use was not in conformance or was not consistent with the comprehensive plan. And that's kind of what we're talking about now, that if the council and the P&Z wanted to make this kind of change, it would have to be kind of a wholesale change. We couldn't do it on a piecemeal basis. The council chambers were close to capacity at Monday's meeting. Nobody who spoke during the public hearing outright opposed the rezoning. Before the council voted on the issue, city attorney Dave Bruner offered his legal advice. I would not recommend this council to violate Iowa code. And again, it says the regulations shall be made in accordance with the comprehensive plan. A motion to reject the rezoning failed on a 3-3 tie vote with council members Carolyn Seaman, Laverne Dirks, and J.J. Schreck supporting the denial and Misty Bass, Kyle Bauer, and Tom Bornero favoring the change. City officials then turned their attention to the options they had to help the project. The comprehensive plan, which was approved in 2009, could be revamped, but that could take up to 18 months and would be an expensive proposition. Alternatively, the Planning and Zoning Board could propose an amendment to the city's comprehensive plan, but any changes would need to originate from the PNZ Board and not result in spot zoning. This issue will likely be brought back to the Council's agenda in upcoming meetings. Video from Monday's proceedings can be found included with this story on our website. A Wall Lake man is the latest local winner from the Iowa Lottery after claiming a $10,000 scratch ticket prize. 
Sean Lawler won the first top prize in Blackjack Doubler. It's a $2 ticket featuring six top prizes and overall odds of 1 in 3.81. Lawler purchased his ticket from the Chemist Wall Lake Country Store and redeemed his prize on Friday at the lottery's offices in Storm Lake. You can find a photo of Lawler and his winnings included with this story online. And support for the Carroll County Pheasants Forever is at an all-time high as tickets for their 38th annual banquet are sold out. Three years ago, the organization's board moved the event from the Carrollton Center to the Arcadia American Legion Hall to account for their growth. And as of Tuesday morning, all 500 tickets for the Saturday, March 4th banquet have been purchased. Chapter President John Danner says it is the first time in his 15 years with PF that it has ever sold out. Well, I think it shows that Carroll County loves conservation and they're super interested in keeping good habitat for any kind of animal, obviously pheasants, but it's any kind of conservation practice from filter strips to any kind of tree or shrub planting. It's a cool thing about Carroll County Pheasants Forever. All of our money stays local, so it does not go national. It doesn't go anywhere. All of our money stays in Carroll County, so it's a huge resource for Carroll County residents. Typically, Carroll County Pheasants Forever welcomes walk-ins at the annual banquet, but that won't be the case this year. Danner says it's unfortunate that they will have to turn some people away, but they're already preparing to make 2024's banquet even bigger. While the tickets might be sold out, Danner says there are other ways for people to support the local Pheasant for, Pheasants Forever mission. You can help in a lot of ways. So first thing, we have a Facebook page. We have Carroll County Pheasants Forever. So you can get on there. You can contact us there. So in the spring, we do a lot of community projects. So we do a lot of wildlife burning, some habitat improvements. And then we also plant trees and shrubs for people. So if you're thinking that you have a project that, hey, this looks a little big. I got 500 trees I need to plant. I, it's going to take me forever. Contact Pheasants Forever. We'll, we can help you plant them. Danner adds they also host a youth pheasant hunt every fall to introduce new people to the hobby, as well as provide a variety of other resources to local landowners. On behalf of the membership, Danner thanks the area's hunters, conservationists, businesses, and others for their overwhelming support. So one of the cool things about Carroll County Pheasants Forever is that we have fundraised over $1.5 since it started. So if you look at all that money stays locally, we are educating youth about outdoor activities. We are planting trees, we're planting shrubs, we're planting native habitats. It's all for Carroll County residents. And so it's just a huge thing that shows the support that Carroll County gives to Pheasants Forever that, you know, $1.5 is a is not a small number. So I just want to say thank you to Carroll County. For more information about the Carroll County Pheasants Forever or to get involved, use the contact points included with this story on our website. And just a quick note about the tickets. While the dinner tickets are sold out, there are still raffle tickets available and uh, people can still attend the auction part of the evening. Uh, but that doesn't start until much later in the banquet. So check with your local PF members uh, to get some timings on that. And I can finally once I go ahead. And I was going to say the Carroll County Fire Department was dispatched briefly yesterday afternoon between Arcadia and Carroll uh, for a semi that had caught on fire. Uh, the driver did manage to put that fire out before uh, even firefighters arrived on the scene. That was just before two o'clock yesterday afternoon. Fortunately, no injuries uh, were, were reported in that one. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, John. No, 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 not at all. I was going to talk some system about pheasants forever, but that reminds me that uh, we're getting some word in also that some of the streets out there are slick. You might see like a little uh, shine on the roads. Expect that to be ice because there's a little bit of refreezing going on right now as our temperatures are at 33 degrees. But uh, we've seen some uh, emergency vehicles roll out here this morning. So be careful out there this morning. It's, it is going to be slick. We're going to take a look at that weather forecast coming up here in just a moment. Stay right here with Western Iowa's information leader. It's KCIM.